0: Hey, yeah. Why are you always going to be so extra? <laughs> I'm extra. I'm the extra, Toya. You were bouncing off the walls the whole time the intro is going on. And I'm the extra one? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome
1: to Sonsiful, <Sultiple>, guys. <laughs> Good on you know, the first day of January,
2: 2021. Yes, yes.
1: Oh my gosh. I'm so glad to be here. Um, we got a room for you today. My name is Latoya. My name's Kia. I'm Janet.
2: And
0: I'm the other Toya. <laughs>
1: and we have the beautiful Miss Courtney Daniels on here today. Oh my gosh. Oh Oh, thank you for coming today, Courtney.
2: Thank um, you
1: for having me. Yes, let me, look, I'm, I'm behind. I should have your bio up. But um, we're
2: working go, on first. Courtney, i kind of having some pre for excuse our behavior this afternoon. It's okay. While I'm looking for that, we'll go ahead it's and okay. start on what we're working on.
1: Uh, Nikita, you go first. Today I worked on doing purchase orders for my job and mapping out the customer journey for my business. Nice. Oh, and I built the website. Nice,
2: Janet. Well, today I did some graphics for a young lady who's having a clubhouse marketing um, platform. So I put some graphics from her for her. And then um, I was working on a project for another client.
0: So today, um, I can't remember what I did early this morning. Oh, we worked on a website and worked on the giveaway that we'll tell you a little bit more about later on today. But yes, there's going to be a giveaway, a soulful giveaway.
1: Oh my god! Oh, you worked on the website, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we had a 2 Okay, so what did I work on today? Today I was working on um, um, some outreach. So I've been um, trying to um, put myself out there a little more, introduce myself to businesses. So that's what I've been doing. Um, I also, what else did I do today? Oh, I just worked on, um, adding new content for my 2021 campaign stuff. So
3: that's what I did today. Um, Fantastic. What, have you, what have you been working on? Yes. So I've been working on uh, two things, two things that are very important to me that I want to continue um, during this movement. One is content creation for my online community, Know to Patterns, which is a, a Seacoast-based organization uh, where I bring together people of color, and we talk about issues um, that are happening here in the Seacoast. And uh, it's been well. And it's open to everyone. Everyone is welcome to join. And the second thing that I've been working on is outreach and just making sure that I get myself out there more um, as I continue to create these awesome products for my clients in the community. Which I know that they can use and be beneficial to their businesses.
1: Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. I've nice. anyway. been working on content this week. i worked on content too, but that was this weekend. Mm-hmm
3: guys nice. yes y'all just um, saying hello, hello.
2: To everybody hello
0: hi mama dodge hey mama George. so hi. good to see you happy new year to you sugar so y'all let me let me formally
1: introduce this wonderful woman we have here today her name is courtney daniel she is a creative strategist and a nationally recognized award-winning business owner. Her dedication, humbleness, and ability to build relationships has afforded her the opportunity to work with top-named celebrities in the industry for several years as a personal assistant. Courtney's love for design won her national recognition from the United States Postal Service when she designed a postage stamp. How awesome is that? She has been a guest on multiple podcasts, including So Money with Farnoosh Tarabi and Entrepreneur on Fire. Her work has also been featured on Huffington Post, as well as other publications. And now she is a part of the Siltiful crew. Yes, she came on here to share that today. Um, today, we're going to be talking about how saying no can change your 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 business, your life, and everything. And we're also going to talk about some introvertness because um, I and a lot of people in my circle are introverts. So, and a lot of people that prefer to work at home, they're introverts. So we're definitely going to get to touch on that today. Who has their first question for Courtney? So
2: first of all, of all, to start. Start. this is a long-time co-worker, Friends, support me and Courtney know each other for 20-something years? Yes. So this yes. is so weird to find out that she's an intern. when did this start? I never saw that side of you in all the things when we work together. How mm-hmm. how do you maintain that? Or how do you turn it on and off?
3: Ah uh, well, I was born <laughs> with it. <laughs> <laughs> And so (laughs) so I think, you know, um, when, at first I never knew what it was and and that's just to be honest. So um, I didn't really was able to put a finger on it until I started going to mentoring classes, and signing up for these coaching classes. And um, one lady that I followed many years ago, or started to follow many years ago, um, when I worked in corporate America, um, I would listen to her on a podcast uh, while I was at work. And she would talk about how, you know, she used to be shy. She was behind the scenes, um, but she knew that she was meant for more. You know, she had that, that, that little voice inside of her voice said, you're a leader. You're a great thing. You're meant to lead. So working that job, I think it was just that motivation of the job and me not wanting to be there and me knowing that, that hey, she. You know, I resonate with her. It's a lot of things that she's saying that I can identify with. And I'm like, well, if she can do it, I know it. I know that I can do it, you know, because I'm up for a challenge. I'm always up for a challenge. And so that was like almost, that's uh, almost a year ago. Um, And so from there, I began to look more into it and start, you know, just researching like, what is an introvert? What's an extrovert? I've heard it before, but I never really paid any attention to it because I was like, they're not talking about me. I'm just who I am. And that's who I am. And I accepted that. But then if you really want to put a title on it and be politically correct, here it is. I'm an introvert, but I go after the things that I'm passionate about. So I think, you know, for me, um, is when I think about what I want to do and what makes me happy at the end of the day, when I lay down in the bed, I'm going to go towards those things because I know that I can put, you know, 100% into whatever that project is, whatever that assignment is, that task is. So, um, it's just learning, um, how to identify that. I know who I am, but being, does not limit me. So, uh, that's another thing that I had to learn as well.
1: That's great that it doesn't limit wow. you. I feel like being an introvert sometimes is um, looked upon as a negative thing when I don't think it's a negative thing. But mm-hmm. I think some people look at it as a negative thing. to say, oh, I'm an introvert. Instead of saying, oh, I'm an introvert. So yeah. that's great.
3: Right. Right. Absolutely. It's like, that's what I identify as, but that's not who I am. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. I think
1: I, I think I identify as an introvert. But I also too know that there's more that I want to do. I just have to get out of my own way to do it.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes too, um, it's all about, you know, enough is enough. Like how many times are you going to say, I want to, for instance, you know, here we are in January. A lot of people probably set new year's resolutions and like, Hey, I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to the gym. Well, I am going to the gym tomorrow, but it's not a resolution. But, um, and it's like, how many times do you have to say that to yourself in order for you to move and make action on it? and in order to move your feet because we're not promised tomorrow so it's like and we we don't know if we're gonna be here next week so why can't you do it now why can't you make plans today um if you're gonna go to the gym tomorrow be prepared lay your stuff out set your alarm have your shoes ready by the door have your towel ready so you have no excuse um as to not to get out the door, as a reason not to get out of the door in the morning when that alarm goes off and you're doing it. And I think once you get over that day, you're you're all set. It's like, yes, okay, here it is. I, I accomplished this. Now I have to keep it up because now you have to 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 be true to yourself and know that hey, this is something that I want to do and i want to do what it takes to make sure I keep it up.
1: That's right. Toya already has her title for the gym. So- <laughs>
3: To
2: you, going to nobody, I'm sorry. <laughs> how do you how do you balance between when it's time to say no, and the introvert? How do you make all of that work for you?
3: Mm, no. So, so for me, saying no, I always base it on three things. Um, and one is, um, does it make me feel good? So if, say, for instance, if someone's asking me to work on a project, or they're asking me to to collaborate with them, or they're asking me if, basically, if they want to be it, the, the things that I look at is, first, does it make me feel good? Like, by me working with this client, is it going to make me feel good? Um, Two, am I going to 100% to this client? Is it just an opportunity for me to say, uh, yes, I want this client just for the sake of saying I have a client? Or is it is it the sake of, um, you know, me knowing that I really want to be here with this client? I know that I can give them value, I know that I can provide them with, um, the assistance that they may need, the support that they may, may need. And three, um, are they going to be able to walk away uh, feeling good about the services that I provide? Um, or or what I provide to them? Are they going to say, you know, are they going to feel good and be able to give me that recommendation? Are they going to talk to their friends to be able to say, hey, if you're looking for a, a virtual assistant, if you're looking for someone to design your stationery, you're looking for someone for someone to collaborate with on one of your one-off projects, uh, what are they going to say about me? So I always have to make sure that these are the things that are in my head when I'm looking to take on a new client. Um, normally I go with my gut instinct and I think I get that from when I started working in the banking industry many years ago. And it's just something that I had. Somebody was coming in and they was kind of fishy. You know, it was it was a gut feeling. And 99.9% of the time I was correct. So I've used that throughout my life to where if someone asked me to collaborate with them, what is my instinct? What is my reaction? And I usually go on that. And, And most of the time it leads me in the right direction.
1: That's something that's really, really, interesting. I've never thought to use my gut instinct as to whether or not I want to proceed with something. Sometimes I just do it because I want to do it.
3: <laughs> mm. Well, I mean, well, well that kind of them. balance
2: would be, because if you, if you feel like you just want to do it, it might be your gut that's urging you to just go on mm-hmm. and do. So it kind of balance out. I think it would really just depend on if you're a little bit leery about something, and then which one is pushing you more, go don't go i think that's where the but if you initially feel that way that's already your gut telling you go for it
0: mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. so i have a question for yeah. everybody how has that panned out for you specifically working with clients going with your gut feeling if you work with them or not i feel like well, I mean, yeah i agree with courtney
3: <laughs> So, so do you mean like, say for instance, if like a client approaches me and it's like, Oh, you know, something may not be right. Um, so, so what I yeah. like, to do, like, you know, you know once you meet the client, um, I'll meet with the client, we'll talk and just listen to them because most of the time you're there to listen to what they need help with. Right? So And and during that conversation, I think from the for the most part, you can pick up on their energy. You can pick up on if they're going to be a good client to work with. Say, for instance, if you're sending them emails and they're taking five days to respond and knowing that there's a project due next week, or if, um, you know, if you're having a conversation and they're all over the place, they can't put a period at the end of the sentence. And So those are the kind of things that I look for. And it's like, Hey, if they're doing this on this initial conversation, just imagine what it would be like if you work with them as a client, like you would spend more time and energy chasing after them when they're the ones that need help. Um, and, and you're spending more time wasted there, and the energy just to get a response to an email that you sent out like two, three weeks ago. So mm-hmm. by that, um, and then you just say, you know, you know, you can come up with something very nice and political uh, to say uh, the reason as to why we, we may not be a good fit at the time. Um, there may not be any availability to help with the projects that you have going on right now. So if you'd like to circle back with me, me here. Um, so, you know, it is ways that you can kind of say that without, um, without being, without saying, without saying no, like no bottom line point blank, because I say sometimes those clients are the ones that can refer you to someone else who may be a good fit um it may give you those referrals on which you may need so you don't want to say outright oh you know no we ain't working together because it ain't working so you don't want to say that you just want to you know be politically correct about it and and who knows they may have their stuff together they may be able to step up to the plate come back to you and say hey i'm ready i'm i'm willing i want to uh, work with you i want to partner with you and, and let's do this so i think that's a Fantastic point that you made.
0: Um, you may come come acro- across a, a potential client that you at, at this time you can't work together. But if you're nice and cordial, they will refer you. They
2: absolutely mm-hmm. will refer you to other other
0: folks. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a great point.
2: Absolutely, sure. Has there been one particular lesson that you have experienced in your years of being in business when you definitely said yes? I, I truly. I truly see why I said no, like on the aftermath of it.
3: Like feeling good about your no. So feeling good about my no. <laughs> yeah. It's been several times, uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, I think that comes with, um, that comes with growth that comes with um, encountering Coming encounter with different types of personalities, coming encounter with different types of styles, and you being able to identify that. You being able to identify um on that person. And and I can't I say that um it makes me think back to when when I worked as a personal assistant and I would be out and about and if I have a conversation about someone, what I would do is create a code name. So nobody ever knew what I was talking, who I was talking about, what I was talking about. And it's not like putting that person right out there. So it's kind of like you can identify those kind of things like, um, like, hey, this person is a and you put them over there. This person is a and you put them over there. And then you just categorize what are the type of personalities that you want to work with? Where were your top three? Where are your top two? Where are your top one? You know, what is the one that you really feel like you can mesh with? You guys can make happen. You can really support them because they're all about your business. Are these the clients that are your they respond to your emails right away. Are these the clients that, um, you know, as you send things in to them, they respond to you, they acknowledge you. So this, you know, it's teamwork. It's that partnership. Uh, so I think by me learning how to categorize um, in my own way, you know, coming up with my own system to categorize clients, um, it has really made me feel good about some of the decisions that I made. Um, just moving forward in business.
2: And since you are so in, in keen to your introvert, do, do you ever, find, have you met clients or worked with clients that were introvert as well? And how did y'all balance?
3: I haven't. It's it's so funny you asked that question. So the clients that I work with are not introverts. And I think that it may be, you know, that it's meant, to work out that way. You know, most of my clients, they're outgoing. They're like, Hey, Courtney, let me introduce you to this person. I'm like, Oh Lord, I don't want to meet nobody else because today is not the day. Like I've already put all my energy out in this project that we worked on. I need to go and recoup. Like I really need to go and plug, plug in because I don't have the energy for that. So most of the clients that I work with are not introverts. And I guess for me, um, I would say that that's a good thing because it allows me to be able to kind of adapt to their ways. Now, these are good clients. You know, they're responsive. They know that you know we're in like I say we're in a partnership. We're on the same team. We're trying to work to accomplish these goals, and they're very responsive. So these are the clients that I like to work with. But um, I wouldn't say that they're necessarily like me, which is how I like it. And I think that's how I'm able to really be, um, t- to kind of hone in on their everyday activities and the way that they operate in not necessary be homes and in, um, in their home-based business or, um, whatever projects they have going on. So it allows me to identify those things.
1: Do you think that in the, in the, um, terms of being an introvert, that opposites attract is, is what works for you? and that you're the introvert and they're outgoing so that works for you better
3: um it could be i wouldn't i don't uh, i don't you know what i just say for me i just offer um who i am the services i offer what i do um how i create a flow for these clients um how i can just go in and kind of visualize and just see things and, and just make it happen so yeah it could be a possibility that you know opposites attract. When you're speaking in those terms, I love it. That is awesome. Awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Janet already asked all my questions, so. So what?
0: so what? What is your? What is um?
3: I guess what's your niche? Is there? Is, I, I didn't hear that. I'm sorry if you already told me. So, um, so for me, what I've done is just, I wouldn't say that I necessarily have a niche, mm-hmm. um, as just being an introvert, I like to, to focus on the things, the passions that make me happy. And I actually put those under, under the umbrella of the Courtney Daniel brand. Okay. And those three, three things that I enjoy most are, um, administrative support, uh, whether it's a personal assistant or a virtual assistant. Okay. Um, I love custom, custom design, custom stationery. I love the idea of me being able to have that as an outlet where I can just create a custom stationery. It could be note cards, thank you cards, um, birthday invitations. And it still allows oh, me to that have that good. outlet there. And then also, too, um, allows me speaking. like. To coach and just to kind of motivational speaking. I enjoy sharing my stories. Um, I enjoy talking to people. Um, yes, most introverts don't, but, you know, it's a part of the things that really make me happy because I, I've noticed and I think that it really came to light when I moved to New Hampshire and I moved out of my comfort zone and I moved away from things that I was just so comfortable with and being around. So I was just used to operating in how I operated. So just coming in to coming into a whole different state, a whole different world where you really having to reinvent yourself, that's what really pushed me to really identify the things that really make me happy, where I feel like I've, I've given myself, I provided value. I am who I am, I'm laid back, but I'm very professional, I'm very dependent. And um, so again, I just think that just being ri- not ripped out of <laughs> Georgia, but, but yeah, you know, <laughs> um, moving from Georgia to New Hampshire had really really allowed that space for growth, and for me able me to be able to identify the things that really really made me happy, and that's what I really focus on. If it's if it's anything, pretty much outside of those three things, um. I may consider it. But for the most part, if it doesn't, if I don't get that gut instinct, if I don't get that feeling, if I don't get like that, oh, oh yeah, this is something good. I say no. And, and yeah. I'm learned to say that. So, and say no without, yeah. that is, that is awesome.
2: And mm-hmm. so when you decide that you're going to say no, do you wait until like, so me and you were having a business call. Your gut feeling is telling you, I'm ah, nah, she might not be the one. Do you then terminate call and say, I'll get back with you in 24 to 48 hours or however your procedure is? And then you tell them, or do you sometime conclude that at the end of the call? Yes, Mrs. Jack, I've listened to your needs. However, just from listening to what you provide, I think our services, or my services, do, when do you decide that no is the
3: time so I always give uh, opportunity and the benefit of the doubt, right? So I want to hear all the clients. I want to hear those potential clients who want to partner with me and allow me to create a system that they're going to, you know, be able to save time in their day, to be able to uh, put more family appointments on the calendar, things like that. So normally I just um, I'll do a debrief uh, once we hang up. I will let them know that I'll do a recap of the conversation, and during that time, uh, if I'm typing it out, or again, I may have 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 this you know gut feeling during our conversation. Um, I normally just kind of you know allow them allow me to kind of step back from the conversation, listen to what they said, type it out, and um, then I'll come up with my conclusion, whatever the case may be. You know, whether it's a no, not at this time. Or, uh, yes, let's see how we can move forward. Here are the next steps. So it's not like a right-of-way.
2: And so have you ever found that any time when you got off a call, your whole flow and energy was, I don't want to say angry, but you were in a tense moment that you just was like, oh, uh, "Uh, you know, th- does... Because the, the, the thing that you were teaching us is how to say no and increase mm-hmm. our... And sometimes we... And I'll just speak prefer, preferably for me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I want people too much benefit of the doubt. I get mm-hmm. off the phone and I'm a very vibesy person too. So mm-hmm. if I don't get your vibe, we, we, we really got a problem because I believe in being cool yeah. with everybody. But yeah. sometimes I'll just be like, yeah, no, no, no. But... Because I want to give you the benefit of the doubt, I may ponder and ponder. And then that next day is like, have you ever had one of those experiences?
3: No uh, well, not necessarily. I haven't had one of those because again, for me, I go in open. Uh, for me, I my goal is to go in and listen and see how I can provide assistance. Even if we're on the call, I may be, I may drop a couple tips, you know, to the client and share with them like, hey, you know, I know that you said you know, you may not be able to get your emails organized. Here's a tip that you could use. You know, so always just giving value, providing value, regardless of if we're going to work together or not. Um, and, and that's just been me. You know, I'm always wanting to help whether you feel like we're going we're gonna to be a good team or not. But I don't go in it with any type of expectation because I feel like when you go in it with expectations, they're either okay. met or they're not. So if you just go in, wanted to hear the person out, wanted to hear what they have to talk about. Because first of all, they reached out to you, so of course you need help. So you just hear what they have to say. You want to hear what they need the help with, and then you make your decision based upon. You know, once you hang up, then you know you look at all the notes that you wrote down. Your debrief: What was your feeling when they said this, or what what they when they said that? So. Um, I've just learned how to not have an expectation because say for instance, if you really really want this client and you don't work, they don't work out, you're now disappointed. but if I, if I don't expect anything from this call um, if they ask questions and I have the answer, I'll give it. Um, and I think by me approaching it that way, it's a win-win because I my my emotions aren't tied into the expectation part
0: of it. All right. Mike is on now.
3: That was Thank another great point
0: from the glorious Courtney, um, especially if you have just started a business, if you're a virtual assistant like we are, don't get attached. Don't don't get emotionally attached. You know, you met somebody cool. You had a conversation with them cool. You may be able to help them. If not, cool. You know, you're, yes. you're able to them value. And, you know maybe a year from now they'll, they'll come back through maybe two mm-hmm. days you know if not whatever you're doing what you're supposed to do so universal law you know things are going to come back mm-hmm. that's how i feel and
1: every client's not your client Period. so yeah, yeah.
0: so that's true great point do not get emotionally involved in in, in mm-hmm. business you know mm-hmm. you just do what you're supposed to do and that's it
3: Yes. Yes. And I had to learn that, you know, like when I first moved here and you know, I'm networking and going to these networking events and, and you know, they're like, I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you. Oh, I want, I want this. I want your services. So on and so forth. So here I am looking at my phone to make sure that it's on nobody calling. And here it is. I have this disappointment. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, they said that they were on call because I'm the type of person where, you know, your word is all you have. And when you give people your word, that's what you have. So I guess people don't, it may be different. I don't know. It's 2021. It could be different than what I know, but I grew up knowing that you say your pleases, you say your thank yous, and you give your word. And if you can't stand on your word, then you have nothing. So for me, I was thinking that it worked the same way as as in business. Like if people say they're going to call you, okay, yeah, you're going to call me, but. My phone is not ringing, so that led to like i mean it was a, a disappointment, but it also was a lesson learned for me yeah. um and it's a lesson of again if peop- just allow people to do what they're gonna do on their own time and uh, right. see this person right. in Walmart. From that first time that they said that they were going to call you and you see them 20 times after that, and they never mentioned anything about working with you, it's okay move forward past that because they may not be ready. Something could have happened in their life. Something could have changed. So it's like, you know, as long as you don't have those emotional emotions, I mean, emotions attached to that, you said you was going to call me, then you won't have this kind of, you know, side eye towards them. Right. Because you just never know what happened. And again, that comes with like the growth and the learning of um being a business owner and just if, if somebody said that they're gonna do something, that's what they said. That has nothing to do with you. Right. When they call you, they call you. If they don't, they don't, but you keep it moving.
0: Nice. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep keep it moving. moving. Okay. Right. Move it.
3: Um,
1: just to let y'all know, Courtney has an awesome freebie for y'all today, which we will be also linking in the description bar. It is a, um, free download and it is 30 inspirational quotes for self-care. 30 inspirational quotes for self-care. And so we're going to have that linked so that you can get that from her.
0: Definitely need that. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. Yes.
0: I'll mm-hmm. throw it in the comments now. Yes. So people can click on that link.
1: Doreen has a comment. Okay. Oh, let me read that. I usually switch to one of the serve mode, etc., so much that I forget to read the vibes, etc. Mm-hmm. I am a very tolerant person and sometimes I notice that we aren't vibing well way too late. Ooh.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That has to hurt. Like I I know that's like a, a sinking feeling where you're like, you know what, this really ain't
0: it. You're so yes. Oh yes.
1: so yes. you,
0: know, you know what? What I want to say to you, sis. Um, it's been my experience that typically how, how it starts out is kind of how it is. Like from that first discovery call, be looking for maybe even in your discovery call, you may want to make sure you're asking poignant questions that'll help you to kind of see the type of um you know personality the, they have the personality that they have because i can't think of one client that wasn't the same from that from day one you know to, to the really? you can't think of one no no that that one that I'm thinking about yeah me and the we, kid we work together guys and, and that one client that you're thinking about there were some signs when they did oh okay just okay. making sure that's that. excited about the project I wanted to do the project that's what that was mm-hmm. and it ended up how we wanted it to end up mm-hmm. so to, and and doreen i i kind of know you sis i know you know you, we feel stuff in the beginning you know you, we feel stuff so so you know just don't don't um get what you feel we call those red flags
1: do not ignore them <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's so true. true and you know what i think too to see them in the beginning and to cut it off before you get too deep into the partnership or the business relationship. It'll take so much energy and so much time uh, and so much of why did I even, like, why did I even whatever, fill in the blank. Why yes. did I even fill in the blank? But then I, I think it takes, your every client that you get is not going to be your ideal client. I think it's going to take maybe one or two, Of those clients, like, why did I? Before you can realize, like, the signs or what this person looks like. And then there you go. You can classify them in your one, two, or three, you know, like your one, two, or three, wherever you want them. But I think it does take them to be thrown in the mix for you to really (laughs) know that these people are out there, they exist. And how do you identify them moving forward? Yeah. How do you identify them? Mm-hmm. um <coughs> doreen one of the also
0: year. to work with them to know your tolerance level. i'm levels. sorry
2: say it again james oh i was saying that sometimes when you do take on those type of clients it also helps you to learn your tolerance level so that you know for the future where you are
3: oh yeah sometimes Absolutely. it's a teaching
2: lesson as well
3: Absolutely, sure. absolutely. You have to know where you want to flip. That's what I say. Am I gonna flip on this side today? Are they gonna really see the real Courtney for just a little bit? Or are they going to see the professional Courtney? So you and that too. Like sometimes you have to decide like how to handle the clients because some of them can take your kindness for weakness. And just because you may be an introvert, you may not speak up, you may not say certain things. Me as the introvert, I'm an observer. I observe. I see it all. I may not say nothing. You can tell me that you were not at the party and you were at the party because I've I've observed that. But I'm going to agree with you. Okay, you you were there. All right. Okay, good. But for me, I just like to to observe and now like okay, all right. Hmm. Okay. You know, so, so I think that that helps as well, too. And um, read people.
0: Doreen, I wanted to say, um, I, I told myself last year when I was working on my client avatar, and I probably said this before in the show, but I literally to the point, I said, I want the clients that love me and I love them. And I just really detail the type of client that I have. And for the most part, probably 95% of my clients are just like that. Like we love each other. Mm-hmm. We enjoy and we work well together. It is a, a joy to, to to take their money and to help them. And you know, I think you know, what I'm saying that this is synergy. But like, I will write that down exactly what it is. And and, the, and that's the client that you you know connect with for sure. Yeah. You know, like Nikita said, is okay. not our client. They're yeah. just not. Yeah. I literally just put that up as a
1: post today. Like, your business is not for everybody, and that's okay. <laughs> like, it's
0: okay. <laughs> Before yes. we go further, I think that would uh, be horrible. We did not say happy birthday to sister, to, to to Mama Dorch. I'm sorry we missed George. Yes.
1: Happy happy birthday.
0: Birthday. Yes. Happy birthday to you. To you. Nikki, Toy, I know y'all pretty close. Did you want to go ahead and say this before we got off? Hold on. First of all,
1: <laughs> I called Mama Dorch on her birthday. Oh, I did. Happy birthday. And I did sing to her. Yes, I did.
0: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I
1: was I was, uh, that's what I won't be doing.
0: <laughs> thank you, Doreen We appreciate your spirit. We thank you that you even want to hang out with us. So yeah. thank you for, for being here. We appreciate you. Um I also wanted to note in the comments, you can click on the link um right there on Facebook and YouTube so you can get um Courtney's special offer for sure. And one more thing before I forget. Can somebody talk about the giveaway? Somebody talk about it. Yes. Let's talk about this giveaway, y'all. It's
1: 2021. We are starting off with a bang. Our first show, we are going to talk about this giveaway. It's going to be all month long. And we are going to pick the winner at our last show this month, which will be on the 26th. Yes, Yes. 26th of January. So y'all, click the link, subscribe. Follow the prompts, do all the the shares and all that, because we are gonna pick a lucky winner and get a twenty dollar gift card. Amazon, come on, Amazon! Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) I had breakfast with my twenty dollar Amazon card last week. Nice. Mm Got me a quiche and some chicken sausage, and I was having a bowl, with my $20, so $20 can go a long way on Amazon, y'all.
0: <laughs> Thank yeah. God for your keys and your sauce, the Charlie All right.
1: All right.
0: Do we got another comment from Mama George? I think so. Yes. Are you I just put it up? Is says okay. something wrong with the link. There's something wrong with the link? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, we'll we'll put it we'll make sure we update the link, no problem. But it's all not it's all be all month long, y'all. So definitely make sure you you definitely subscribe. So
2: Thank you, ladies. Yes, she did, but I'm waiting on my present. Toya, get her, her present, please. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get on that link, but it would say something. With Toya, she's waiting on her present. Okay, hurry up, hurry up, yes, chop chop. Yes, ma'am.
0: So, um, yes. And mom, do make sure that you, when we get the link fixed, if it's not working, make sure that you, you know, get that Amazon gift card. I would love for, for you to win it. That'd be awesome. Yes, yes, yes.
1: So,
2: huh?
1: I'm sorry. It
2: came up for me. It might just okay. be going through some time. Oh, okay. Oh. okay. So Courtney, what would you suggest are, I mean, besides that, you know, you gave us some tips about knowing why you should take on a client. Then you also gave us some tips of how to put people in different categories. What else would you suggest to, whether you be an introvert or how to say no, what else would you suggest to us to keep our energy and flow at a steady um, pace throughout the year without going up on ebbs and flows and dipping and dripping?
3: Well, I can say that that's how it happens up and down, dip and drip or whatever. Yeah, that's how it happens, right? Um, especially being an introvert, because you know that once... You have given your all for the day. You're pretty much out of gas. And I, I that is so true. Like you're out of gas. You're really out of gas. So you have to go back and recharge. And I think just being able to identify the things that drain you, you know, that pull all that energy out of you. What are these things that really take so much of your time? Um, why am I doing it? Maybe you can outsource those kind of things because it's not good for you because you can you can put that energy towards something else where you're going to be more productive, and you're going to be able to support your clients on what you have, and give them the 100% that you know that you can give. So I just think you it goes with um, the the part of just being able to like identify, putting your finger on what's not what's not making me happy, what I'm not flowing with, listening to your gut to you know, listening to that, that voice in your head, because it's there for a reason. Um, And and just knowing how to kind of like channel that, like, hey, you're speaking to me. Hey, this is what's going on. How do I, how do I, how, how do I navigate this? How do I make sure that I listen to this and put this in the front of what's going on today? How do I, you know, if I don't have that much energy, rest it's okay to rest. It's okay to close your laptop, especially if you're working for yourself, you're working at home. um, And if you have your hours from nine to four, try to work nine to four, anything else outside of four o'clock, it will have to go to the next business day. And actually I've been working with a coach on that as well. It's just really using my business as that. If I'm available from nine to four. I don't reply to emails after four o'clock. I don't do anything with my client after that time, because once you start to reply to them after four o'clock, after your business hours, after they've already paid you for the hours that you work, um, and they're not probably going to pay overtime. That's one thing you have to think about too, especially if you're selling packages. Um, if you reply to them after four o'clock, you're setting yourself up for, if they start sending you messages at five, you're setting yourself up for them thinking that you're going to reply because now you're replying outside of your hours of operations. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just like those long things can go a very long way. Like, hey, I'm not, I'm not going to do this after my hours of operation. These are my business hours. And if it cannot wait, then now you begin to go into your emergency fees. Like this is an emergency, so this is a fee attached to this because now I'm having to now come out of my personal time to, to he- help you with a task or a situation. And I think too, just saying that upfront with clients, like, hey, yes, I do operate outside of my business hours, but it's an additional fee for that. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think with, with that, you no, know, they signed the contract. Hopefully, they read it, and um, I. It, it just helps to keep you on that straight and narrow of not getting drained because now you're giving so much, you're giving so much. And then when nine o'clock hits, it's like, you're, you're done. You're like completely done. And sometimes that carry, carries over into the next day. So just identify the things that really, really drain you and either outsource or learn how to to, to either outsource or don't do them basically. Yeah, that's where you say no.
0: That
1: was very good information. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely need that because I seem to work all the
3: time. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but I do have the emergency clause in my in my contract. I just mm-hmm. never implemented. No, so I need to. Mm-hmm. I need to be better with that.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: and Toya, we need to update our hours.
0: Yeah, I, I, Captain. And yeah. you know, Toya, Toya don't play about that nine to five or ten to five, whatever she worked. We already know we can't get yeah. that oh. yes absolutely home. Home gotta come first y'all home got to come first i'm sorry yeah.
3: yeah and i think that that's important too when you're setting your hours as a virtual assistant uh, is that you know you just you have to set those um non-negotiables up front like it's not negotiable uh this is how i operate this is what happened and once you set those expectations Before they sign the contract, or even you know the midst of signing the contract, you might want to highlight those Um, because normally what I'll do, I'll send the client a contract, and then I'll send like a quick, um, like here are some quick pointers after the contract, just so you know we're highlighting. when payments are expected. We're highlighting the hours of operation. We're highlighting how you can get in contact with me in the event of an emergency. If there is an emergency, we're highlighting those fees. So we're highlighting the scope of the work. So I'm not going to work for you and your partner and his partner and his partner. We're, not doing that. we're just, so I think we do those quick little highlights although we've sent that contract, it's like, hey, let me follow up with this again. And we can kind of be on the same page as we move forward because now yeah. you have that little quick reference. Yeah. In front of you. yeah, yeah, that's
1: something we have in our contract. It's highlighted in the contract, but then we have a welcome packet Yeah, little key pieces from the contract mm-hmm. and reiterates them so that they, they did see
2: it.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's also okay to ask, so did you have any questions about the quick, quick referral, quick tip sheet that I sent out to you? <laughs> did you have any questions about that? And then you can kind of tell it the client like, uh, no, I didn't read it. So now, again, going back, Janet, probably to one of those questions you asked earlier, how do you identify now? This is one of those questions you're going to ask. Now, do I really want to work with him? I sent this, him or her, I sent this to them. They didn't even read the contract. So what do you think is gonna come after that? Like the expectation has already been set for you. Like now, now you have to decide if you want to move forward or not. You know, so those are those are one of the red flags. That it may be like a, a half red flag, but hey, it's mm-hmm. on the way up. <laughs> you know a half red flag. It's halfway up. It's not all the way up. up.
0: <laughs> have a good night, Doreen. Night sis, you. you're welcome. <laughs> well, this has been a good
1: show. Do we have any um, promo we need to put up, or have we already discussed those? Are we sponsored by anyone today? We are sponsored by VA World Conference. As usual, we are hosting our first in-person conference, and we would love for you guys to join us. You can go to our website, vaworldconference.com, for more information and tickets.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. And one more sponsor today yeah. we have our dear sister Ms. Janet. Janet. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. Hey. Talk to us, Janet. Tell us about your business.
2: Sure. We are SS Solutions, we provide customer service email management, event planning, logistics, Facebook group management, also personal liaison, podcast schedule, and social media management. We are truly your resolution to the entrepreneurial demands. So whatever your demands are in your business that you need assistance with, call us. Let's have a free consultation call to get you on the right path so that you can meet the demands of your business.
0: Yes. Ooh, wonderful thank you, it. Thank you.
1: Lovely. Yes. <laughs> yes, lovely. lovely well guys um it has been
3: great courtney do you have any last words that you want to say um i would say as a introvert as a um, virtual assistant always be true to who you are um and know that you can give only 100%. Um I'm not sure exactly where 110 and 120 come from um, but 100% a battery only charges at 100%. Um so just give that. Give that. If you're um putting time out to solicit these clients, make sure you step up to the plate and you work with these clients. You make sure that you're giving them everything that you have and you're providing them with the support on which they need. And just remember to have fun too you know, and having a good time because this is your business. You created the way you want it to flow. You created how you want it to go. So have fun doing it. Yes. Yes. Definitely.
1: Yes. yo. Don't forget about our, don't forget about the giveaway. The link is, is in the Facebook and on the YouTube. And Toya, your favorite words. Yes. Do not forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. We'll meet us right back here every Tuesday, right here on Soulful, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Soulful.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.